arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. All right, good morning. Welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, and I have the privilege this morning of having Marissa Harrington, the Executive Director of Face Off Theatre Company, with me. Good morning, Marissa. Good morning. So you're on Creative Cafe. We like to ask, yes, we like to ask our um, guests, what is your favorite morning beverage? (laughs) Uh, Anyone that knows me. Mm-hmm. knows that I always have a cup of coffee in my hand in the morning as I do now because I have three children. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So just one cup of coffee, is that what gets you started or we pretty Yeah, much, just yeah, one. Yeah. I've I've been trying to do a better job of <laughs> uh not slamming down the coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh so I am down to one cup for mm-hmm. uh gosh, for the past year or so now. So I'm I'm very proud of myself. Well, congratulations to you. I yes, I you are a better person than I because that's not what happens yeah. for me. Okay, so you're Marissa. You are one of the founding members of the Face Off Theater Company. It was founded in 2015, and the company has been producing theaters since 2015. What was the original vision behind the company? Um, we honestly were just wanting to provide opportunities, um, not only for ourselves, but other artists of color um, in the greater Kalamazoo community. Um, Kalamazoo is so rich uh, with with arts and culture and the theater scene here. You know, I'm from Los Angeles and I was immediately um, just pleasantly surprised by how robust our theater scene here is in Kalamazoo. Um, but the one thing that I noticed was that as a, a director of color, as, as a black, black woman, right, um, that there were not a lot of opportunities for me personally to create once I got outside of undergrad at Western. And that was the experience for all of us, um, all six of us, you know, graduates of um, Western's theater program or playwriting program. And we were staying in the Kalamazoo area and wanted to continue to work and create. I mean, that's what we just graduated from school to do, you know, Um, and there was nothing for us to do. So we said, Mm. well, we'll just, we'll create it ourselves. (laughs) That's right. You know. Right, right. Make the opportunity. Yeah. Well, good. So uh, you and five other graduates founded the company. Correct. And you've been doing theater ever since. You've been doing theater a couple different places. Can you can you talk a little bit about where you've been pro, uh, producing theater? Yeah. So face off, um, we started out in the uh, the Jolla Theater. Well, it was the Epic Theater when we started there, mm-hmm. um, uh, and then it was renamed to the Judy Jolla Theater. But that's where we started. We were very very blessed to have um, a fiscal uh, relationship with uh, the Black Arts and Cultural Center. Mm -hmm. So uh, because of that relationship, we were able to, in our infancy as a company, produce in a really nice space. (laughs) Yeah, Um, And we also, in that first year, did a collaboration with K College. Mm -hmm. Uh, We produced The Mountaintop by Katori Hall. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and that was uh, a really momentous thing to do in in our first year, um, and still one of my absolute favorite shows of all time that I've directed, and that's saying a lot because I've actually loved everything I've done. Um, but that one, it was just a beautiful show, great collaboration. Um, and uh, we also collaboration with, um, well, just recently actually collaborated with Western, right, right. Uh, Michigan University Theater. Uh, we just closed the show there uh, a couple weekends ago, um, and that was obviously a full circle moment. Um, we've done collaborations with the library, with youth programming, um, and I know I'm forgetting things, but I mean, what, one of our major things that we want to do is collaboration. Um, and I will actually also say now, shout out the Arts Council, um, <laughs> because, you know, we're, we're obviously in, in fiscal relationship with the Arts Council now, too, and um, I, I've just been so blessed by, by our support in the community and people wanting to um, be in connection with Face Off Theater. Right, right. And you guys support, uh, you, you support adults and youth through theater. Yes. What, what types of work do you look for when you're looking to produce theater? Yeah, so um, we have committed ourselves to only wanting to produce uh, writers of color, um, mm -hmm. either produce writers of color or uh, develop writers of color color in terms of workshopping and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, that's very, very intentional to our mission. Um, we believe that there, there are definitely other opportunities around town for, you know, people of all backgrounds to be able to uh, develop in that way. But we specifically are providing a, a safe space uh, for, for artists of color to create and feel welcome mm -hmm. and feel welcome. Right. Um, because I think that's a, a large part of it. So our mission is just to have have that kind of welcoming space where people can come come figure out what they want to do, how they want to develop. Um, this includes youth. You know, uh, we just had a youth uh, playwriting uh, workshop project um, where youth created their own works and then we produced it. Um, but we we mainly are focusing on on writers of color. Okay. Okay. Well, that's uh, definitely needed within the community. Mm -hmm. Definitely needed. Absolutely. The community. Yeah. So, um, so shows the shows that you're picking then are uh, artists of color uh, for artists mm -hmm. of color at new Correct. shows, um, uh, classics. What are, What are you looking? What do you do right now? And I guess within that, has your what you have been producing evolved in the last few years? Oh, so great. Those are great questions. So. I'm going to answer the question from the the beginning uh, and then work my way back. So mm -hmm. Face Off Theater Company, I remember very vividly, I remember this conversation so clear in my mind today of Bianca Washington, Kendra Flanoy, Janae Travis, Tanisha Pyron, myself, Mickey Moses, sitting in a room going, so are we doing like Shakespeare plays, but like casting them with people of color? Are we like, what are we doing? Right. And we had the longest debate <laughs> because we had just come up with like what our mission was. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in that mission, when you start unpacking it, you go, well, shouldn't we be doing things that aren't being produced? Or shouldn't we be highlighting plays that people don't normally do? You know what I mean? And, and those are our plays of, uh, of writers of color. So 
we had this really long debate. And, and to be honest, we never settled on that really, hmm. right? It just so happened that as a company, when we started talking about like season selection and what we wanted to do, that a lot of those classics were at the bottom of the list. Oh, okay. Because naturally and organically, we were like, oh, we haven't seen that. We want to produce that. Or, oh, that'll be, that's August Wilson. Let's do an August Wilson product, right? So Mm -hmm. those conversations just organically happen. So we never fully settled that question all these years later. It just hasn't happened because guess what? Someone else is doing it or has done it. Maybe not in this community, but it's being done. So we we have gravitated to uh, things that people have not seen, um, obviously brand new work, and then maybe things that people have not seen in this community um, or not seen it for a very long time. So those are the things that we, we were drawn to and still continue to be drawn to. One of the um, awesome things about beginning this company with two playwrights Okay, we had two phenomenal playwrights right. uh, that helped found this company. I mean, I'm not talking about like, oh, yeah, they're a playwright. I'm talking about these ladies, their work is so profound and so talented. Like, it's just, uh, right? So we had two very, very uh, gifted people as writers in, in, in our company. And so we, again, kind of organically uh, started to... Um, look to new writers of color and we like almost immediately were hosting uh, workshops. So we have actually developed over the years quite a few brand new plays, premiered them and workshopped them. Wow. Okay. And produced them as a part of our season. Like that has been um, an intention of ours. Sure. Sure. As part of who you are. Yeah. And so today, as we I would say we've evolved in in our season selection, not only in the process, but what it sounds like what we're drawn to as a company. So um, our season selection process normally used to be just kind of like a group conversation, obviously, when we were in our infancy. And then it evolved to um, all right, because we wanted it to be a collaborative process. So everybody would go research plays that they were interested in mm-hmm. and then bring them as suggestions to the entire company. And um, we always had an in-house dramaturg because, like I said, we had playwrights in right. our company. So one of them, Mickey Moses, would mainly would um, come up with her own kind of suggestions, right, uh, based on our mission. Um, as a company, we would you know, decide like what kind of stories do we want to tell right now, what's important to us, and then we research and bring them back. Uh, So it was a really collaborative process, um, and that has evolved over the years. We're still doing it that way, but, you know, kind of bringing it into 2022, 2023, 2021, whatever, where we're doing like Google's. Google Forms. Right, right. So and we're doing like a whole survey. Like it's it's evolved. It's become more sophisticated because we wanted to make sure we uh, were being representative of what everyone in the company wanted, the stories that everybody in the company wanted to tell. That's great. Um, That's great. And so we're bringing these suggestions to each other and then vote, voting on them. is a very, very, very diplomatic process now. 
Oh, well, good, good. Hey, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we are going to continue to talk with Marissa Harrington, who is the artistic director of Face Off Theater Group. We'll be right back. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. Listening to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And we're back. I'm talking with Marissa Harrington, the artistic director of the Face Off Theater Company. So we've been talking about uh, kind of the establishment of Face Off Theater back in 2015 and its um, growth through the years, and how you guys have picked plays, done plays, you've had playwrights on. Uh, within the company itself, and now you're accepting plays through um, a Google form, which is cool. And your 2023 season is underway, and you just we just talked about this. You just finished a production that was a collaboration with Western Michigan University, mm-hmm. Dontrell, who kissed the sea. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about what these collaborations mean to you? And I know, uh, especially this one, because it you you mentioned that it was full circle. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think for us, collaborations in general um, are are just the in the fabric of who we are because we do want to be a community based company, truly. Um, so that what what we do is is making an impact on in real time on the on the lives of the people in the community, right? Um, mm-hmm. So not really doing theater for theater's sake. And so when we do community collaborations, it's is that much more. Um, powerful, I feel like. Um, so like I was mentioning earlier, you know, we've collabed with K College, uh, Queer Theater Kalamazoo we've collabed with, um, the BACC was a collaboration, the Arts Council was a collaboration, and Western now. Um, and for all of us having graduated from Western, and uh, this being, you know, our our first kind of like, uh, we, we came back home. Right, right. We came back home. Um especially for myself. I mean, I was trained as a director at Western. (laughs) Um, So being able to, with a a theater company that I helped found and also directing um, at my alma mater, it was just, it was an emotional and and surreal experience. Like literally me pouring back into the next generation um, of actors as was poured into me when I, when I was there 10 years ago. Good Lord, 10 years ago. I know, 10 years ago. Um, cool. Mm, Very cool. Boom. Yeah. So it's, it was, it was, a, it was a great, it was a great uh, experience and, and great to be able to create um, in, in that space. Yeah. And you have, there's three more productions left in uh, your Stronger Together season. 
and yeah, so. auditions are tonight today and tomorrow right so you've you've got auditions for the rest of the season we will be having auditions for the rest of the season um and and we always tell folks that these auditions are um yes to cast the shows but you know we're always looking for new talent, new people. Um, it, it, we just don't know who's out there. And so we always encourage people to come out, always come out, because if it's not one of these main stage productions, it could be something that we're workshopping. Uh, people are always reaching out to us at, in need of actors. They reach out to Face Off Theater Company a lot of times. So there are always opportunities to uh, work with us, create with us, even if it's not in one of our main stages. So when we have auditions like this, it's a way for us to, to get to know more people. Right, right. And also for folks to be in one of the last one of the three shows you have left left Absolutely. on your season, can you talk a little bit about those three shows? Absolutely. So um, in the spring here, we have what to send up when it goes down. Um, I I really love this play. This is by Alicia Harris. Uh, I really love this play because it's talking about um, you know things that are relevant to society and culture um, and and the Black experience but in in a way that is very ritualistic in a way they're singing there's dancing there's stomping mm-hmm. uh some you know spoken word it's actually very similar to Dontrell who kissed the sea if anybody mm-hmm. was able to get out and see that uh because black art and black culture is so um it, it's a lot of different things and, and i feel like the best the best plays it kind of incorporate that mm-hmm. um the next show that we have coming up um, in in July uh, is, is exception to the rule, and and this was actually suggested to me um, by uh, one of my mentors, uh, Joan Harrington at Western. Um, she had seen this play, um, I think, in Off Broadway, and said, "Oh my God, Face Off has to do this show." <laughs> um, but it's basically about a group of students in detention, right? That is mm-hmm. the play. But they are taught, you know, they're talking about, you know, it's just, and I, it's that comedy where no, you don't have to go anywhere. You just have to sit and just let people flow and be human. Right. right. And it's the funniest, funniest stuff. Um, so you get to see, get to see these teenagers sitting in detention and just talking about all things related to them and the world. And um, I think that's going to be a blast. Um, and then we're going to end the season um, in October with Exit Strategy by Ike Holter. Um, I have personally had my eye on this play uh, for some years. Um, this was written by um, a, a, an artist who, you know, his roots are, you know, kind of like Chicago theater. Like that's that's where he's built his career and um, he wrote this play from what he was observing in uh, in the headlines. So when Chicago was going through, you know, all these school closures, <laughs> you know, uh, and and how that affected the community, he wrote a play about it. So I was really, really pleased. Of course, I was I suggested this one, right? So I was really <laughs> pleased when the company, you know, decided they voted on this play. Um, because I, I think it's going to be a really awesome story to tell. Right, right. And where can I go to get all the information about your productions? 
Um, faceofftheater.com, and that's theater with an R-E. I always have to tell folks that. <laughs> so uh, faceofftheater.com, it has our whole season on there um, and uh, a way to purchase tickets. Um, we really want the community to know that our our intent is to make sure that art stays diverse um, but also accessible in Kalamazoo. So we do pay what you can tickets. Um, okay. People can set their own prices. Um, and and that hasn't always been the case. So we wrestled with that as a company at the beginning. We were like, gosh, plays, you know, cost money to do, but we want people to come see our plays. And it always felt icky uh, to have like these ticket prices. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were, we wanted to make sure that people who could wanted to come see the play could see the plays. And, and when you start hitting for us, it was $20, $25 tickets. The community that we were trying to reach there, there were barriers there. Um, so we have been really fortunate um, with our, our, our sponsorships, with our fiscal sponsorships. We've, we've had some um, opportunity to, to lower the ticket prices at first and now it's just pay what you can through getting grants um, and things like that. So uh, we just want folks to know that too, is that our, our tickets are pay what you can and, and that our art is accessible. Right. Right. And so if you want to help donate to face off theater company so that they can keep those pay what you can tickets, you can also go to faceofftheater.com and donate there as well. I've been, yeah, I've been speaking with Marissa Harrington, Artistic Director for the Face Off Theater Company. You guys have auditions today at 5, tomorrow at 1 o'clock. It mm-hmm. uh, looks like an absolutely fabulous season. And um, I know that Dontrell, Who Kissed the Sea, was very well uh, received. And I'm so glad you guys got to do that collaboration with Western. So get out there, folks, and uh, support Face Off Theater, support um, artists of color. And that's it for today's Creative Cafe. Thanks so much, Marissa. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. February is Black History Month. African Americans have been an integral part of shaping the arts in America for centuries. From Augusta Savage to Kehinde Wiley, Louis Armstrong to Lizzo, and Langston Hughes to Susan Laurie Parks, the African American arts landscape is vast and diverse, poignant and beautiful. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages everyone to celebrate the accomplishments of African American artists who have influenced and inspired so much of America's art evolution. Now you know. Please join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that creative expression has to offer. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Find out all that's happening in the local arts community at kalamazooarts.org or on any of our social media platforms.